You're listening to the Great Recruiter Training Podcast. Here we go. Hosted by industry expert, trainer, and motivator, Scott Love. This is Scott Love, and thanks for joining me again on podcast episode number 11 on a bright spring, cold, early spring morning in Asheville, North Carolina. Thanks for joining me. This podcast, I'm going to talk about two things. I'm going to give you some ideas on what you say, some word-for-word verbiage, when you engage a client prospect for the very first time. When you call them up and they say, you know what, we might have a need for fill in the blank. What do you tell them? Well, there's a specific process to that. And then after that, I'm going to show you some of the free resources that I have on my website that can put more money in your pocket. And best of all, it's free. You don't have to spend a dime for any of these things I'm going to share with you. So let's get started. So let's say you're marketing a candidate and you present them to a client. You tell them, this is a candidate that I came across. You give an overview of the specs of the candidate's performance. And the client says, well, I appreciate the call, but we're not looking for someone like that. How do you handle that? Well, you could say, what are the needs that you have that we could recruit on? And ideally, you want to get to that point, but you have to be careful in the way you phrase that. If you come on out and say, you know what, Joe, what are the needs that you have that our firm can recruit on? You said you're not looking for someone like this. What are you looking for? When you say it like that, it's kind of like saying this. You have money. I need money. What can I do to take your money? And you don't want to say that. Anytime you communicate with your prospects, you want them to feel thankful for talking with you. And we all train people on how to treat us. And a lot of it has to do with the verbiage that we say. You want to think of that relationship as having a bank account. Every relationship that you have, whether it's with a client prospect or a candidate or even someone in your personal life, there's this invisible emotional bank account. And the problem with most recruiters and salespeople is that they're taking from an empty bank account. They haven't put any deposits in. Take, 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 take. You don't want to live that way. So instead, you want to ask that same question, but ask it in a way that you're putting deposits in the emotional bank account. Here's an example. You talk to a client, present the candidate. I appreciate the call, Scott, but we're not looking for someone like that. First thing I'd recommend you do is move away from the sales part of your call and develop rapport. How do we develop rapport? We try to find common areas of interest. I appreciate the call, but we're not looking for someone like that. Hey, that's okay, Joe. I'm really glad I could talk with you anyways. How's the market treating you guys right now? What does your crystal ball say about our industry over the next 12 months? What are some of the main changes that that your company is seeing right now? Instead, you're trying to talk about things that are a business topic. It's, It's too awkward to move to a personal call. Hey, that's okay, Joe. Tell me about your personal life. No, no, no. You you can't do that. The segue has to be a little bit more professional. Talk about business things, but now you're trying to find some common ground. A question I always like to ask is this. What does your crystal ball say about the rest of this year? So what does your crystal ball say about the industry that 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 you work in, Joe? Well, we're seeing some things get better. We're seeing our international sector start to improve a little bit. And then they'll always ask you, they'll say, what, is, what are you seeing out there? What are the things that you're seeing out there in the industry? Because you as a recruiter can do things that they can't do, which is talk to their competitors and employees all day. So you've got your thumb on the pulse of the industry that you recruit in. And they want to know that. They'll ask you that. Now it's a dialogue. Now it's a relationship. Common areas of interest. You're talking about something you both know about, which is the industry that they work in. Well, that leads to rapport, which ultimately leads to trust. Once you have that type of banter back and forth, then come back to the call, 
And this is how you can ask for business. Joe, you know what? I'm seeing some movement of some very good people out there right now. If there was someone that I saw that I should pick up the phone and call you and tell you about right away, what type of person would it be? I figured that out by accident. I'll never forget the very first time I talked to a company owner and I asked him that. And this is what he said. He said, Scott, we'd appreciate it if you'd keep us in mind for a project executive with healthcare experience. Wow. Just the way he said it. We'd appreciate it if you'd think of us if you come across someone like this. So when you're talking with your client prospect and they tell you that, there's two questions you want to ask. The first one is this. What steps have you taken so far to fill the position? That's an immediate tell. It's going to tell you whether or not it's worth it to continue talking. Well, we've given it to five search firms. We've interviewed three candidates. and We made an offer last week. But if you come across someone, let us know. Sure, I'll get right on that. <laughs> you don't want to spend time on something like that. It's your assessment. You're trying to assess what's the urgency level of that position in terms of what they've done so far. It's, it's a qualifying question. What steps have you taken so far to fill it? Well, nothing. The person just turned their notice in recently, so we've got to find someone pretty quick, and we haven't done anything so far to fill it. Aha! That might be worth your while. So now you can say this. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 meaning that it's critical that you fill that position right away, what's your urgency level? And they'll say, well, it's about an 8 or a 9 or a 10. If it's something pretty high that's telling you, it's quantifying their need, it's telling you that it could be worth your while, but we're not done yet. We want to ask him one more question. And that question is this. So does that mean that I should clear my desk off of my existing clients and the existing searches and make yours my top priority? Is that what you're telling me? And that's another question that's going to give you a real tell as to whether or not you should spend time recruiting on this. And the reason you ask it that way is because now they have a visual of you pushing off your existing client base and working on their search. And if, if it's something that they know, that they're just not going to hire that person right away, a reasonable person wouldn't want you to do that. They wouldn't want you to spend time on a wild goose chase if they know that it's just not a high priority. So you're asking that question that way, and they're saying, you know what? Uh, it's not that big of a priority. They're either going to respond in one of two ways. They're either going to say, you know what? I wouldn't recommend that you put your existing clients ahead of us. If you just find someone, just let us know. And it's certainly okay to end the call that way. And if you come across someone, you present them, but you don't drop everything and work on that. Because contingency recruiting, if your desk is a contingency desk, contingency recruiting is a risk management business. You're trying to make decisions that protect your time. You've got two main resources in your life. You've got money and time. You can replace money. You can't replace time. In contingency recruiting, a bad decision results in a triple loss. It's the loss of time that you spent on that activity. If you didn't result in any fruit, if it didn't yield any profit, well, that's a double loss. And it's the time that you could have spent on something that's profitable. That's a triple loss. It's three times as bad. That's why we ask these questions. So does that mean I should clear my desk off of my existing clients and make yours my top priority? Is that what you're telling me? So they're either going to respond in one of two ways. They'll say, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Or they're going to say, would you really do that for me? Now you know 
that you have someone that's serious that wants to play ball then you move into your sales process when you sell your services you uncover what the needs are use your spin selling model what's the situation what's the problem what's the implication if the problem isn't solved and you move on sell your services clear the fee and set the expectations of the relationship the one thing I wanted to tell you about that I want you to remember is that your time is finite a bad decision remember it results in a triple loss from now on from this point forward anytime you talk to a client prospect I want you to qualify them in those terms you will save yourself a tremendous amount of heartache by quantifying your time and making sure that every decision you make is a profitable one Now let's talk about some free resources. My favorite word, I don't know about you, but my favorite word, it's free. Free, free, free. I get a lot of traffic to my site, and I think the reason for that is because I've got a lot of free stuff on there. Let me tell you what I've got. My website, it's greatrecruitertraining.com. First thing I'm going to tell you about are the articles. I usually keep about 15 or 20 articles that are there, and those have a print-ready component to them. There's a PDF. A lot of firms will print that out. They'll put them in their newsletters if it's a large search firm or an association, or some firms will use the article as a basis for training every week. So you can go to my site, go to the article section, and print out the articles. Second resource I have, you know about this one of the free podcasts. You're obviously listening to this. You know where to find those on the website. I've got some free videos, but let me tell you about the free downloads that I have. I've got, I usually keep about two of the past free webinars posted on that section. The ones I have currently right now are 10 reasons why recruiters fail and dealing with problem candidates and clients. I've also got an instrument called a deal autopsy where and it says turn fall offs and counter offers into cash. Anytime you in your office you have a deal that falls apart you can print that out and it walks you through a series of questions that helps your team to turn that adversity that counter offer into a learning moment so that way you can make changes and everybody knows how not to close a deal I mean they know what changes they need to make in their closing process you can pick that deal apart and find out what went wrong and use that as a training time as a learning moment to train people on how to close deals better the next tool that I offer is a, is a guide it's called 10 secrets to better telephone calls it's basically a free small ebook the next tool that I have is your weekly target sheet when you set your weekly goals you can use that and I like to call goals targets on a weekly basis I call them targets if you think of the word goal what sport do you think of with the word goal you think of football of soccer you think of target what sport do you think of with the word target you think of archery or riflery much more precise or darts so I call them weekly targets you can write your targets down you can use that as a management tool to manage your team there's also two spaces on there that your team can use at the end of the week to look back and find out what their greatest achievement was and they can be ready to talk about that in the weekly meeting and then also what their biggest lesson was I don't want to say their biggest failure but their biggest lesson let's phrase it that way and they can turn that into a learning moment as well the next free tool I have is the activity tracking sheet if you have a, uh, a candidate applicant tracking system or software program whichever one you use I use PC recruiter if you have one that doesn't give you an overview of your activity you can use that Excel spreadsheet format to be able to put all your data in that format you can just take that copy it and put your input in there the next free tool I have is a search assessment instrument 
anytime you take a search you need to evaluate the viability of that search with this tool there's 15 questions each question has a score that you assign to the answer to tell you whether or not it's a good search to spend time on the next free tool I have is the annual billing goal tool that's a thermometer looking device that measures your progress from where you are today to where you want to go for your goals the next tool I have is a recruit call flowchart every recruit call that you make fits on that visual diagram in fact that's the very first visual training tool that a lot of people say they've ever seen in the industry and I created that in 2003 and I've got two more tools one of them is a telephone discipline tool you can use that to keep track of how many calls you make and it will help you make more calls per hour and then the final one is a format that you can use for accountability meetings if you need to keep your people accountable you can use that format to do so if you're a solo practitioner you can join forces with another solo practitioner and have weekly accountability calls and use that format to structure your conversations thanks for listening to this podcast visit my website for free tools if you're considering the coaching club watch the video it takes you behind the scenes for the same price as a dinner with your spouse you get unlimited access to the online training resource center with over 50 hours of audio downloads 45 videos 20 pages of scripts plus you get access to the weekly coaching club calls plus you get unlimited access to me uh, via text all the information's on the coaching club link thanks for listening and i'll talk with you real soon have a great week